Hello, welcome to another episode of Simply Finance. Uh, this is Shane White, your host, and I got my good buddy, Zach Viaches, uh, here with us today from uh, Brighton, Michigan. Zach, you want to say hello and give a little uh, little intro about yourself? For sure. So yeah, Zach Viaches. I met Shane back in 2014 in onboarding at our first job together. It's me, him, and one other friend of ours. We all met day one um and we were pretty much close the full two years that we worked at that company and then um after that we kind of split ways and went to different jobs but we still kept in touch all this time but yeah shane's a finance guy i just spend the money i'm in purchasing so (laughs) that's about it that's right okay awesome yeah zach uh zach now works for toyota so he's uh big boy big in the car industry now well he always has been engines to cars or all kinds of stuff now that's I'm right talking like i know what you, what you are purchasing but <laughs> in general oh um, yeah no but thanks for coming on man it was uh I've, I've i was talking before we started recording that you're my uh third person on the podcast and uh i'm hope you and i have a good relationship of just bantering so i figured this would be a fun one we can just kind of shoot the shit and uh, yeah not get too into the seriousness that sometimes happens on these yeah i'm i'm happy to be on here i'm excited i like just going back and forth anyway i mean you it was you and john really that like we started the whole investing mindset like before you guys i had not only no knowledge but no interest like in okay yeah that's that's straight up being honest like i I didn't didn't even know that shit (laughs) yeah no i remember i didn't know you didn't have an interest in it before that's so interesting didn't care but then we started talking about it more and more and it was like you know my first impression was like this is kind of like a just like a businessman's gambling like if you are not careful you could totally just be that guy that's like doing it day trading and trying to make a buck you know niffin i don't say not say names (laughs) with niffin (laughs) that's right no last names but man these are friends who decided to put all of his 401k savings into uh gopro you remember that he was like, I'm going to buy a GoPro IPO with like $30,000. Yes. I remember I'm supposed to be saving for retirement. We were, uh, we were at the gym down in Columbus and uh, like we're sitting there and the market's oh, closed and we're just, he's on his phone sweating bullets, not lifting a weight because he's <laughs> lazy, but he's sweating watching the after hours market just tank. And he's like, oh my gosh. And I, oh I mean, God, we had all bought into that. it. If you remember, like we all put a little oh. I mean, I'm sure you haven't listened to very many of my episodes, but I did a whole episode on like my worst investment strategy of all time, and it was GoPro. GoPro. And I literally, I have like a joke with like I have a, like a Slack group chat at work, and we always joke about like our worst and best things. And like I get a GoPro joke in there every day. Someone sends it to me, like, "Dude, GoPro's popping. Are you getting in? Are you on that?" I'm like, "Fuck no, fuck that those was guys." Such a trash ass move, but it was like our first. It was one of my first moves. I can't remember yeah. what else I bought. My other, I, well, it's funny to give a little background to anyone listening to this. I did, uh, we, me and Zach and a, a couple of our buddies at Cummins, like all decided that we were going to invest. It was, I think it was IPO day, wasn't it? We like all threw money at like the IPO. I don't know if it was IPO because they were already traded. Like we bought. Oh, some, were they? they were, okay. it, oh, no. It was a big earnings, uh, earnings announcement. Fuck, that's right. I was Which is like that. the I biggest. Was, right, no, earnings. no. I feel like. <laughs> we all threw a ton of money at it. It just tanked. Like just. <laughs> absolutely imploded there was nothing left it just fell apart (laughs) we were so new to it and we were um so banking on that happening we all had this mindset that it was like a for sure thing which should have been a huge red flag but we're like nope it can't lose like put your money in it's not gonna lose like what like what even know what made us think it was gonna for sure be a a win i don't remember if it was like someone thought they had info or something dumb i feel like it was a total noob lack of research 
we all were in the we Casey Neistat and thought, yeah, yeah, everyone thought GoPros were like the hot thing, maybe because this was like in 2014. It had to have been probably like fall of 2014. Right? Yeah, that's when we started. I think was like we started in Cummins at what June. Yep. So probably by fall, fall we were probably getting into it. But yeah, man, that was funny. Oh. Total loss, but whatever. Oh yeah, I I looked back because I remember we were using. You we I think you used the same one. I used Scott Trade. Yep. Yep. It was like commission and I looked through my, I got like, you know, my tax return or whatever. I found it the other day cause I was curious. And I remember I bought a uh, Microsoft. That was like my big win at the time. Made, like, oh yeah, that's right. Microsoft it was like 400 popped. bucks. I think we put yeah. like 401 and 400 another or something like that. Yeah. It was something like that. I don't and think then, I um, Microsoft. But then slowly know. after, and I've talked about this on here before is uh, we started Motif. Oh yeah. I mean, that was like some serious I just work. sold that. Like Did I you? just, I sold that like maybe a month or two ago i texted you i was like do you still yeah, have yours right. you're like i yeah, sold yeah. that a long time ago I'm like, yeah oh, well i decided to sell it when we bought the house i remember being like i think i just ended up putting it in my savings which is probably stupid but i remember yeah. being like being like oh you know we're, we're like draining our savings to get the house so let's yeah like, let's just pull some of it i'm like it did its work it made a bunch of money it did it did great yeah, but i wasn't did. i haven't been putting anything into it so i'm like I just don't. I just don't even want to look at another app. Honestly, that's what it no. was. I'm like, I want everything in one spot, and I'm like, I'm going to Robinhood. I'm just yeah. getting out of this. So I actually, I took. What did I do with it? I took it out of the motif and bought um, a share of Amazon. Oh like hell 17, yeah! Seventeen or eight hundred bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's so, probably returned a lot since you been, bought it because it's been great. that's on yeah. fire. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about buying more. Did you have you unlocked on Robinhood partial shares? Mm-mm. I heard you talking about that with Andrew. I, which is a game changer. What, so what I can you, just I put like it, five bucks at Amazon. Yeah, I think I get the concept, but what do you have to do to unlock it? Just I don't know. I think if anything, go in your settings and there's like, you know, there's like, opt, do you have options unlocked? Yes. So I got okay. into that too. I, I think I texted you yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. six months ago or so when we, me and a couple of buddies, we just same stupid shit like we did with GoPro. Same shit. I, I kid you not. Money we, at it. Yeah, we're going to go down these options. It's going to be sick. We're going to hit it huge. Like I've learned nothing yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it didn't work, but, but the, the concept of option training is still really new to me. So like, um, I did some research to try and figure out what it was before we did it at least, but that was a cool thing that's on there now, but I don't know about the partial. I don't think okay. I have it. I think, I feel like I got on a waiting list and I got approved, you know, all those things have like waiting lists. Yeah. Like even like the options randomly. One. Yeah. Even the options one, it was like, it was like a switch on off and I was just like, turned it on. Then it was like, we'll yeah. let you know or something. And then it was right. fine. So it's probably the same thing. I think it's the same. I'm trying to think. Cause I remember like literally within two days of each other, I got like crypto unlocked and then I okay. got, um, partial shares unlocked. And I didn't even remember like clicking yes on partial shares, which I mean, at the time would have been, I don't know why I wouldn't have, but then I, yeah. I unlocked it and I was like, oh, hell yeah. Cause I was thinking about like how many people want to invest in like Amazon, but you don't want to maybe yeah. throw like that much money at one share. Right. So right, you, can right, just right. Buy, you can just slow, like what I'm thinking is like slowly, but surely every time I add money in my account, I'll probably have like a list of companies I want to add and kind of yeah. like a motif. I'll just probably be like, boom, 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 for like all that money evenly. Yeah. And over time, that'll just add up to be, you know, a lot of shares. So then how does it like, um, okay, let's say you want to buy a $1,000 share, but you want to throw 300 bucks at it. So you get like a third of a share or so. And then what happens if you put in like another 300, two more times, then you're at a thousand. Is it just like, you just have one share? Like it, it, it does it for you? Or do you always have I like think... three thirds? Yeah, that's a really good question. You'll probably have... I bet, well, so, like, I can pull mine up. I have... Like, someone's probably managing that, right? I think, in the way I read it on Robinhood, it sounds like even when you buy a partial share, they minimally have to buy one. 
and then they're splitting it within Robinhood. Oh, so Robinhood owns a share. That makes then, sense. You know, you're splitting it. But like, okay, for a good example, like I bought, just randomly bought some Amazon the other day and I threw, how much money did I throw at this? I threw like literally $3 or something stupid. I just like left over and I just like tossed it in Amazon. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so I have like 0.001039 shares. Hmm, so like, okay. I don't know if I'll ever get exactly one. I'll probably get like 1.001 or something. But yeah, it's yeah. made up of like all the different prices I bought it at. Oh, interesting. Okay. But then I think what's confusing, I whenever I've not done this and then sold it, because then I would I would hope there's an option to like sell your, you can choose which one you want to sh- sell. I would think. Oh, so you could like right. So if you wanted to hold on to the like one you've made the most on, you could. Right. Or if you want to just make money now, you could sell that one. I would yeah. think you could be able to choose, pick and choose. Well, this is that, that's awesome though, because you're essentially accomplishing motif, but you're not spending like I think it was like ten dollars a move yeah. or something, or at yeah, least you know, like yeah, it was like. Ten dollars like, rebalance. It was like yep. a ten dollar fee. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like I never wanted to touch it because I didn't. Like, right. We didn't have that much money in there. I didn't feel no. like doing it. So, but this is sounds way better. I I rave about Robinhood because the other thing too is liquidity is awesome. Like you can. Oh. I mean, in the past, I usually have sold and then had money in my bank in two days. Yeah. So it's almost right. like cash. It's like That's... having a savings account that actually can return. But I will tell you this: I don't think I think it was because of COVID. When, it, when things started really tanking right at the middle of March, I yeah. thought this was going to go way deeper. And I'm like, I feel like this is like, I'm thinking about like long-term, like all these companies. So I sold a bunch of shit just to keep it in cash. <laughs> and I'm surprised you did that. I know. I, I Like looking back, it was probably like, now where, where it's sitting at, it's kind of like, you know, I probably missed out on one of the better parts of the like rebound ever. Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say like, learn. If, it, yeah. like if things are going to come back from this, like in the future, like what the fuck am I ever going to be worried about? So yeah. I think I'm taking this, I'm trying to take it as like a chalk up learning lesson. But yeah. the problem I was going to tell you was I, I think it was because they were overwhelmed when it happened, but I, um, sold everything, yeah. not everything, but I sold like a bunch. Yeah. Had it in cash. And I tried to bring it to our bank just to have it in the bank. Yeah. And it kept saying bank thing failed. It wouldn't let me like pull the money out. And it, of, I couldn't get a hold of money someone. out of Robinhood. Yeah, it wouldn't let me transfer it to my bank. It took two and a half weeks to get someone to respond to me over email. And at that point, the market was back, and I was like, "Yo, guys, what the fuck?" Like, yeah, if I would have known this. I would just left it in. It was, I, and they won't do anything. They were like, we, "We're not even going to give you like a free stock or anything." They're just like, "I have to imagine doing. they just like you said they got overwhelmed because everyone and their mother probably did what you did. They were probably like, "Fuck, I'm out." And but. Mm-hmm. I mean, with tons of money, and they were just like, they didn't know what to do, probably. 100%. That'd be my guess. Yeah, you- in hindsight, and for anyone listening, I think that, yeah, it was probably a dumb move for me to sell it. It was funny, though. It was like a perfect storm where uh, me and Kelly have been trying to do this thing. Have you heard of a debt snowball before? I, someone just told me that. It's like a Dave Ramsey concept. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, so it's kind of like, like I had like student loans, and I had a phone, like a phone bill, like an iPhone that I was paying once a month. Yeah. And then I put... I just took money out of our savings and like paid off the rest of my student loans. Okay. And I paid off the phone. So I was like done with both of those debts. And yes. the only thing we had left was the Toyota that we just bought in the fall. Oh, right, right. And so the concept is you take like the phone bill was like 56 bucks. My student loans were like, I don't know, 350 or something like that. Okay. You take those two things and you add them up and put them on top of your Toyota bill. So you pay like whichever one has the lowest balance. You don't worry about rates. Okay. Just like dollar wise what's left. You stack them from like least to highest. Oh, okay. The whole life of the, like, how, 
Yeah. Like, like if I owe 30,000, my Toyota that goes above my house or, and then like, so on paper, it was like my phone, my student loans, then my car, then the house was like our debt snowball list. But the, Oh, so it's least to most least to most. Yes. Cause you, you had your phone on top. Okay. Yeah. So I paid the phone off. I added that to the student loans. So then like, instead oh, of being 350, so I'm paying like 425 a month. Okay. So if you're paying 50 on a phone and a hundred on a car, pay the phone off, but then pay 150 on the car. Exactly. And then over time you get, so you, it's like this to you mentally and like on in your budget, the same amount of money is going to it no matter what. It's like nothing's changing. In reality, most people would stop paying the student loans and then that would go in their bank or they'd spend it. So, I see. So then you can pay the car off a lot faster. And then like once the car's done, it's like shit, you put all that towards a house. So the only thing I see what you're saying, that it's, makes it's sense like to, to like get debt free, but then you're, you, I would feel um, if I went down that path, I would feel like I'm never like getting ahead. Cause like when you hit right. the point of like, well, okay, let's say you do that. You get your phone. Then let's say you even get your car. Now you're going to start putting all that money towards the house. That is awesome. But with, when you get to that house mark, I would feel like, damn it. I'd rather have all of that going into my savings for, let's just say the next house or like whatever emergency right. fund, call it whatever you want, rather than just keep that flat line. Holy shit. Now I'm paying like $3,000 worth of shit, but it's going towards my house, which is like paying yourself. Right. But then your savings account is just still like, you never feel like you're getting you're ahead. You know? No, you're right. And so I should have said that differently too. Like when you, once you get, like once the house is the only thing left, you're supposed to, in theory, in his snowball thing, you're supposed to like then go back and then you like build up your emergency account. Okay. 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 It's like six to nine months. And then you do like, um, you max out 401ks and Roths again. And then you, okay. like, there's, a, there's I, I'll share with you later, but there's like, a, like I don't, I've, I feel like I'm sound like a, a Ramsey fanboy, but like it, it was funny. My whole point of the story was we had just done like a ton of those paying down the debts when this started. Yeah. So not that we were like in trouble from a savings account perspective, right, right, right. but I was like, oh, fuck, it's a little lower than I like yeah. want to be. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I'm just going to move this cash and put it in our check. Like, so I'm, I have it like broken out in my Excel sheet of like what our savings accounts at. And like this chunk was what I pulled out during the coronavirus. And I'm planning soon to just like put it all back in. I still haven't I put a lot of it back in though. Okay. okay. I, now I'm like, well, fuck it all came back. Well, dude, I was just, I, had, I was about to pull my rabbit hood. I'm not even down that much. I didn't look no. at my 401k because it, I yeah. have a decent amount of money in there, but I really I was either. terrified to look. I'm like, I'm not, I still haven't looked. And, and you and but, I are so young that it wouldn't, I mean, it shouldn't even matter. And I, 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 I like the same thing. I'm like, I'm not even going to look. But like in the past, like you go, okay, last one month, I'm up 17%, three month, 14%, one year, 15%. Like it's, oh, you see like a that's, little, there's like a little, that's little dip, but it's not yeah, like yeah, that. Nothing much. But that probably means you're really well diversified too. I'm, dude, I don't have that much. I'll read it off to you. I got Netflix still, Amazon, and this little dumbass startup company that I invested in that's done dog shit for the last okay. three or yep. four years. <laughs> I still have one of those. I think Tilray. <laughs> Tilray is the one that like, it's a marijuana company. Okay. I'm literally still down. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? It's like, it's like 20 bucks now. I'm like, I'm just going to leave it in there until someday maybe it pops. I don't know. Yeah. But oh. no, it's funny. I, uh, I just, and now I don't, we don't have to get all into the coronavirus thing, but like, yeah. I don't know. I'm in the food industry. You're in the automotive industry. Yeah. Like I'm seeing things in the market consumption wise, or you're seeing sales, but like, yeah. like for us, we see like how many bars people buy a week. Yeah. And it's like, everything's, it's like all tanking now. Like everyone's stocked up and now no one's buying as much as they were. Yeah. And the economy's doing the opposite. And I feel like what's funny was we started seeing this stock up before the economy crashed. Mm -hmm. 
So we started seeing this stock up of like everyone freaking out and trying to buy stuff and no one had released earnings yet. So like no one knew the extravagance of like how well any of these grocery stores were doing or how many of these online things were doing. And then as soon as people in the media caught onto that, the news turned to being like, everyone's freaking out. So then like everything crashed and now everything's going up. And I feel like now it's like actually companies are running out of cash. It's like, yeah, how long can they do this for? Yeah. I I don't know. I just have this feeling that's going to go back. We're going to see another huge dip because like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like the airlines have 25 fucking people on a flight. Like they don't yeah. have cash to do this further. I mean, they get, they literally got billions from the government so they can last a while now. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just going to be a lag. Like think about like, um, even just like all, uh, what you want to call it? Like retail stores, like fucking home goods. Like they're not open. No. Like they're just taking a and hit. I wonder this if they're time, still but- paying any of their people. I don't know how that works. I don't know. But I mean, in terms of like, um, even like my, when you take it down to like a savings account level. So like for us, we stocked up on all this food and shit, right? Right. But then we're not going anywhere. But since it's all like on credit cards, like I didn't really feel the benefits. Well, that's selfish to say. I didn't, we didn't like feel a savings until now. Like just yeah. now I paid off a credit card that was like $300. That's usually 1200. Right. You know, like everything's a lag. So it's like yeah. right now it's like, oh, now I'm like, Jesus, we're going to be putting away so much money these months because we're yeah. not going out to eat. We're not going out right. to booze, like not doing anything. Where's home? I, my truck home. has been full for almost two months in the driveway. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. Think of that. So I don't know, maybe like on that mindset of like that lag of what's happening on a personal level, maybe like the stores are going to not feel that for a month or two where it's like, okay, yeah. they're closed right now, but they're still, they still have some cash, but they're going to burn through that. And then maybe what you're saying, maybe it's going to be yeah. like, it just seems that way. I mean, I don't like the stock up stuff is only going to last us so long. Uh, if we don't open the economy back up, I just don't see, I don't know. I just don't see how that's, that's not going to be a huge issue across yeah. the board. The I only people the- that won't are like e-com based companies like Amazon. I mean, fuck, oh, I yeah. mean, you can't even, you can't get anything on Amazon for a, what, a month. I was looking yeah. at a, I was looking my at dumbbells just to buy more dumbbells. And it was <laughs> yeah. like, might deliver July 22nd. I'm like, oh, yeah, holy shit. Like what? It's like, I don't even want to order them now. <laughs> no. Yeah. So maybe then that can maybe be a down. That could be actually bad. If you think about it from that perspective, people <sighs> normally like treat Amazon as like, just like, uh, yeah, hit it, buy it, get it in two days. It's like, so like, it's almost like a virus in itself. Like you mm-hmm. just like get addicted to hitting buy. Well, you're so pumped it. about it being there so fast that like you could maybe get like you see, like you just did, you saw July 14th and it probably turned you off. You're like, yeah, no, <laughs> it's honestly <laughs> made me look them. at a lot of other places. Like I've been on yeah. walmart.com, which I worked there and I'd never get on that. Right. And, uh, I've looked just to be like, huh, I wonder if, you know, I do, I'm not going to lie. I mean, in Chicago, it's so you can imagine how expensive oh. it is to get your haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been like, I need to get, just buy some clippers. I'm just going to shave. I'm just going to buzz my head. Yeah. Send it. The Zach Viaches way. I'm like. I should have sent you a picture. I have a picture on my phone. So this right now is long because if you can see, That's long. This is not finance related. This is like starting to recede oh, a little got bit. A little receding there. Oh, that's new. So I've been living the bald life. I've been shaving oh, it straight all bald. The, just no guard. Whoa. Nothing. Savage. So yeah, just I'll just, I'll I told just tell you that. Some I said pictures. if that ever happens to me, it's gone. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing all this. Gone. I just I saw a commercial. For the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever seen. We enlist laugh about it every time it comes on. It's like this hat. It's literally a hat with lasers in it. And 
it's like the corniest commercial. This lady's like sitting on her couch. She's like, yeah, I just sit on my couch and I put my hat on. It fixes my hair loss. I'm like, I'm not ever going to do this. Oh, it's for hair loss. Like, yeah. What's the lasers for? Yeah. I'm, so confused. Yeah, I'm just like, I am just shave it. Don't care. Like, get rid of it all. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to be like that from here on out. I think. Just I mean, I'm with short. you. Man, I don't get the concept of uh, trying to save something that's obviously – it's like there's, there is science in God that does not want you to have hair anymore, yeah, man. You just need just to let, let it go. go. Let it go. It's just hair. It's not, it's not like an organ or something. It's your hair. That's pretty funny. That's so funny, man. But yeah. uh, oh, yeah. crazy. Are you, guys, uh, are you guys enjoying time at home? Yeah. Duncan likes it for sure. Dude, we've been trying to dogs. leave him here and there just to like – I don't want him to get like separation anxiety or something. So we've been, right. you know, still trying to leave him and go out to parks or something and do stuff without him. So that way he's not just like attached to us, but he's been totally fine. It's been nice. Sure I mean, loves it. I was going to say, I do like the saving aspect. I'm not going to lie. Like I, but I really miss, like I haven't had a burger out <laughs> in forever. Oh, we love going to doing like takeout or anything. We've been doing takeout um, like here and there. Like we like Thai food. We'll get some, like yeah, there's a, okay. this mom and pop, like the definition of a mom and pop Thai place right downtown. And like those little businesses are who I feel for the most. Like they're the ones that are probably bleeding out. Whereas like home goods, like I mentioned, they're a corporation. They're just like, all right, let's tighten the belt a little bit and hold right. on, but we're going to be fine. Whereas these people are like, this is our, this is like our family business. Like this is Dude, all we got. So it's hundred like, percent. We've been doing takeout like on, on places like that and not literally like supporting chains and stuff, but yeah. It's, it's it is what it it's is. It's weird. I know for me the what really hit home to me was and this isn't this isn't a small mom and pop which is way worse. But I went into we have a beat ups in downtown. It's like a bike ride from our house. Okay, like downtown Elmhurst, yeah. and um, it was kind of like what you and John used to do. Me and Kelly used to go like it was like every Wednesday we'd go for like boneless Wednesdays and get like nice. a beer and just some wings and just hang yeah. out. It'd be like our date night. Yeah. <clears throat> and just just to like get out of the house and we always did that because it was fun and we got to like know all the servers and stuff well yeah. we, i like went there one of the first weeks i was home i went there on a wednesday to pick it up and it's just so creepy like the whole place is pitch black yeah and i go there's three people working and i'm sitting there thinking like think about all that beer they can't sell that's yeah. just sitting back there um and all the people that work there hourly like what i just don't know i don't know what these people do like what yeah, do you they, go, if you're someone who's like i don't know i don't know what you do yeah, think I, about all one of the guys that was our server worked two jobs. He was like a trainer across the street at FFC, which is closed. Yeah, and then and then he worked there at server like part time serving. And I'm like, that's closed. So what do you do? I mean, you go on unemployment and you collect your fat stimulus thing from COVID, right? And these people yep. are making. Did bang. you guys get that yet? We got that. I'm talking like the um the stimulus like 600 a week you can get on unemployment now, like on top oh, of I didn't know that. Oh is my gosh. Oh. Unemployment gives you like anywhere based on what you make, right? Like two or 300 bucks a week, which is like, mm, that would really fucking suck. But yeah, with this right. stimulus thing, you add six to that. So now you're at like eight, 900 bucks a week. I'm like, Jesus, that's like almost two grand every oh, wow. two weeks. Like people are making more on that than they are at their jobs. See, I had heard something about that and I just don't like, but the, what but does the, that do? Like <sighs> you, are people, people are going to, I mean, I guess when the stimulus thing expires, you know, right. it won't be worth it. So maybe that's the point, but that's okay, right. That makes sense. That, that only runs till like July or something. And then that goes away. And then it's just back to unemployment, which should motivate people to get the fuck back to work. Cause you're not going to live off of 300 right. bucks a week. Well, I mean, anyone, maybe you can, but whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that'll only go for another month or so. But yeah, I don't know, dude, that'd suck. I've, yeah, like I said, I feel for the small business guys oh, cause they're dying. What about the the place your family owns? Doesn't your family still own that hot dog place? Yeah. My grandpa, he 
passed away, but now my aunt runs it with my cousins and, um, they've been booming. Oh, really? I think there's a lot of local support in that area. Like it's not here, it's in another city, but I think the people just love that business and they knew my grandpa. And so like, they've still been busy. So I think they're doing wow. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I know um, I asked Andrew the same question. This was, you know, when I interviewed him like a month ago. And it was funny because they had a good idea. Because I asked him, like, you know, you're in a small-ass town in the middle of Indiana. Like, how is on earth are any of these yeah. restaurants? I mean, like, yeah. they're already not busy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, if they have a busy Friday night, like, they probably, I would assume Friday and Saturdays are literally what make them get by. Yeah. Like, you, you know, and he said that um, all of the major, like, uh, manufacturing plants in that general oh, area. Oh yeah, he was saying it on the podcast, wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They were like switched, and they're like, great. like today the whole plant is ordering from like this little Mexican place. Yeah, that's the Mexican awesome. Place would cater the whole plant, and they would like yeah. make them. It would last cash wise for like weeks. See, that's, so that's awesome. That's a good community thing. But I was thinking yeah. too about like, um, you know, what's so hot right now are the breweries. Yeah, these breweries got nothing to do with these huge kegs. The beer's just oh. gonna go bad. I mean, you can only dish out so many growlers. Right. Like, sure, that's I, great, but how many people are going to, A, go and buy a growler? Like, sometimes people don't like doing that. And, B, it's not going to come anywhere near the bar lined with people Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. night just pounding beers. No way. I was joking with my neighbors because we have – I have a neighbor around the corner who owns um, Elmhurst Brewing Company, which is, like, the one major brewery in our little downtown area. Okay. And I was like, I don't know – I would, I would almost see if there's a way you can like sell them to people. Like I would put one in my house if I could get like a cake, if I could get something like a tap yeah, and a yeah. thing, that'd be so cool. Just like, that's yeah, I'll true. It. That's true. But I don't know if legally they can or what the deal is, but <sighs> I, cause I had read an article about how, you know, everyone's been talking about the alcohol industry has been just booming through this because everyone's drinking so much more. It's like, yeah, what the hell else are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> um, but, but then I was reading that, um, and I don't know if you have a similar thing at Toyota, but like in the food industry, it's, ex- it's exactly the same where um, right before the coronavirus hit, we, like all the alcohol companies were stocking all these restaurants and bars up for the two biggest drinking holidays of the year, St. Oh. Patty's Day and March Madness. And oh so apparently like they all are just sitting on so much beer, like most of these major restaurants and stuff that now like... Um, you know, Budweiser and all these major domestic brands are having to yeah. like, pay to buy it back. It's like part of their deal is like they don't, oh. they don't, it's like they kind of own it until it's sold. Yeah, but they maybe they like own the kegs until they're tapped kind of thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something oh like that. But they were just saying how like, yes, their sales were through the roof, but now they're going to end up paying for it in damages, like swell or damage allowances. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, because, which I'm like, oh, fuck, I didn't think of that. And that's what I was thinking, like, yeah, they should, I mean, it's, it'd be cool if, like, some of these towns or cities would let us, like, I was telling Kelly, like, I would love to, like, go, in, it's, like, it's beautiful out today, it's, like, 65, I would, yeah. like, go cruise downtown and, like, I don't know, grab a couple beers and go walk around. Yeah. Like, they should let us do that stuff. You know what I mean? I like, know. social distance, but, like, walk with, like, a couple beers in my hand and make that okay in public yeah. to, like, walk around with some beers and yeah. just, like, support the businesses. <sighs> I know. I saw a meme like that. I was like, at least relax the open intox laws if you're going to keep us from like sitting together. It's like, yeah, seriously, I could just cruise around town with a beer in my hand walking around would be great. But right. You know, I don't know. And I yeah. got to wonder too, I would think like, I would think the cops have to be so bored. Maybe um, I'm wrong, yes. but I, and, I, I just think there's no, who's, who's out like speeding and like who's, who's road hey, rage right now? There's no one on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where are you going that you're in that big of a rush? And B, the cop's probably going to see you go flying by at 90 and be like, I don't really want to breathe on this guy. And I don't want right, to breathe on me. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to breathe on him. I don't want to breathe on me. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, have fun, buddy. Good luck wherever the hell you're headed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine. The only thing that could be up, but again, where the hell are you going is like drunk driving. Like, I don't... <sighs> yeah. No, like, but where are you going? You're not like no, at a bar. I don't know. Yeah. Like, we're boozing more at the house, but I'll tell you what, I'm not about to just like get in my car. Like, I'm yeah. going to bed. Right. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> like it's going to bed. Not going far. That is so true. Oh, it's so weird. If you had a bet, how long do you think this will go? Like, it's so it's such a blurry answer, but like, how long do you think it's till like we can meet up and go to Dave Matthews Band? Oh man, something well, like I'm that. Like, concert like all together. This whole phases thing, like for Michigan at least, like I think we're in phase three. It's a six phase program or whatever the hell our governor is trying to say about like getting back to normalcy. But like, I can't imagine. Like, okay, right now our stay at home stay at home order for Michigan is uh, until May twenty eighth. Okay. let's just say best case may 28th comes and they're like all right let's start relaxing it's still going to be so slow i feel like let's call it that'll be phase four so we'll call it phase four will take us through june maybe phase five through july and then phase six august and maybe yeah. by like labor day we're back to like i don't know like even a concert sounds crazy right now to me doesn't it like, I don't, I'm not so worried. Like, and I think we're young. And if I had it, like, did I tell you Michael had it? No, he actually got it. Yeah, he got it. And he's like, he suffered for like a, a couple of weeks, but then he was fine. So I'm like, if that kid, but not hospitalized like, anything. No, I was like, okay. that kid treats his oh, body. Oh, wow, that's scary. He's the first person I've actually heard of for sure had it. Yeah. And he treats his body like a dumpster fire. I'm like, all right, if he can fit, beat that, like I am totally Does he? Safe. I thought he worked out a lot. Yeah. He's like fit, but he eats Doritos and like, just. Anyway, I digress. Okay. So I'm <laughs> Sorry, saying Michael. like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, by me. Um, so like by, you know, I'm not that worried about it, but still what I'm trying to say is like, even that being said, going to a concert right now and being like touching shoulder to shoulder with a ton of people, even if it's yeah. outside, it's like, uh, kind of sketches me out a little bit. Like, right. I don't know. It shouldn't, but, but I don't know. It I'm does, calling, right? I'll say September you could maybe go to a concert September. All right. Okay. That's one of the more optimistic things I think I've heard. That's I like that. I think that'd yeah. be nice. I keep saying, well, I've had, it's funny me and Kelly this year. I don't know why this year have a like disproportionate amount of people getting married. Yeah. Than I've ever had any one year and they're all moved. They're oh. all over in the summer, dude. And like, some yeah. of them decided to move it to the fall, which to be honest, I thought was a little risky. Like I had a friend that was in June. They moved to October. I mean, I would think we'd be fine, but like, yeah, know. you know, Spencer's and I, we had one couple that moved June. it a whole year to June. Yeah. Our, Spencer's supposed to get married June 20th. That's next month. And they had to move it. So they were going to move it to the fall, but then none of the other shit was available. Like if the venue was available, then the photographer wasn't, or the DJ wasn't, or blah, 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 oh, which mess. I know not miss that at oh. all. But so they ended up moving it from June of 2020 to July of 21. Oh, wow like dude yeah. he's so over it like he's just oh, like I bet. dude i can't and at that point you're like if you it's, it's may you're like okay we're almost there like yeah we want to just enjoy this damn thing because it's so stressful <laughs> that's such a bummer and then lissa's lissa's best friend uh her older brother supposed to get married i think in may sometime and they sent us a letter saying like you know we're gonna move the date and we're like all right that makes sense so we get it yeah and then um but then all of a sudden they're like 
yo, we're coming home and we're getting married with just our family. We'll do a party like next year or something. Oh, damn. I was like, oh, I'm like thinking like, wonder if Spencer ever thought of that. Like, yeah, I have some friends that are doing like, I think they're doing like the small thing and then they're going to have a second full wedding though later. I was like, I would consider just going to the courthouse and getting her done with the family and then maybe keep the same invite list, but then just like run out to some banquet hall in a year and like, you don't even have to dress up if you don't want to. Like, let's just all party. Like, right. Let's just throw a bash and do something. Yeah. Yeah. I I could be down with that but i mean right i don't know some people are all about their wedding it's their big day and they want to be perfect and they don't want to move it right like i met um one of my friends like i said the one that moved moved from june to october i was like shit it's like it's like a 350 person wedding i was like i was like i don't i don't know october like (laughs) it's yeah i don't i didn't want to say that to him but i was like 350 people and we're in May. I don't know. At this rate, the rate it's going, I don't know if that's going to be allowed. I don't know. That's crazy I, to think. I will be, I told Kelly, I'm throwing my towel in. Throwing my towel into this whole COVID thing if football gets canceled. If college I, and NFL football gets canceled, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I mean, at this rate, yeah. <laughs> it might. I don't know. I know, right? It's well, can you be... imagine an NFL game with no fans? I mean, all the other sports are not yeah. happening with no fans, I so I don't think NFL I would happen with no fans. Like, right. It's fucked. Did you see though? The UFC is still fighting. Are they? Oh yeah, you haven't seen this. Uh uh-uh. uh They did a. Uh, I saw a thing on it. Joe Rogan was like commentating. Um, how, how they did. Is that? They like, did it you're like punching private. me in the face. You're probably within six feet. Yeah. So no, they, they have to do the test. So they oh. both tested before, and then they're all okay. in, and the and the ref is tested. They all like three of them are tested same day. Yeah. And then they had like just Joe and one other guy, and they were both tested. So I'd call that safe then. I'm like, how cool is that? That's safe. But see, but then, yeah, that's a much bigger scale when you talk about a whole football team. I know. So it's, yeah, like, I mean, it's like almost impossible. Hmm. Yeah, it's so crazy. I know it's all like who knows and this and that, but it's, uh, it's wild to think. I think it's funny to think when I was in Punta Cana in February, I remember sitting at like the pool bar talking to the bartenders and like Kelly's family was all there. And we were just talking about like, wow, it's so weird. I had been, it's funny. And I'm not just saying this now to say it. I was like hot on this topic though. In like December when it was kind of ticking up in China, I remember telling Kelly, like, you know, how many people travel from China to the U S like, Oh yeah. Tell me that there's no way that like, if it's respiratory, it's not going to like get spread on a plane and come here. I remember at that time, like it was hard. Like, Kelly wasn't really just like, whatever there's it's, it's something yeah. over in China. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, we. I don't know. I've I've always into this like pandemic type yeah. stuff, and then it happened. I remember. I remember coming back, and uh, it was crazy because then we got sick, and I mean, I was like down for the count for a week. Like I don't even right. think I look at my phone. I was so sick, and then the day that I felt better, uh, my parents were on a freaking plane to Kenya. Oh, Did I tell you this. They were they were like they they ended up flying to Kenya. They were on their flight from uh, Minneapolis to uh, where they fly to Paris, and they were literally halfway over the ocean when Trump came out and announced like the European travel ban. Oh, dude, it was a disaster. So I like call. Oh, I like was trying to get a hold of my parents through text, and like of course they're ha- trying to have fun. They're like trying to have drinks and everything, and then it turned into this whole thing. My mom was all upset on the plane because she's like, "Oh my god, their trip to Africa's like." screwed now what do we do they ended up actually like going to kenya Mm -hmm. they had they went went there for like three days and then they had they got on the like one of the last planes that came from paris back to the u.s it was a mess dude oh my gosh long story short yeah yeah it was crazy this is is dad flies to china all the time for work 
Oh, he's, that's right. He, yeah, he's like pretty much gone every week, like from a different country. Like he's all over the place. But I mean, they put a halt to that before all this, and yeah. no impact or anything. But just like same to your point, people fly from China all the time. Oh, it's like they they were you know when people compare it to like other pandemics, I'm like, no one was traveling like they do today. Like no. it's so it's just like so nonchalant to travel like across the globe for work anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. it's just not that big of a thing. I do not want to be in a plane right now. I'll tell you that. Good no. lord. No, it'd be a mess. It'd be a mess. How's everything going with um just like in general with automotive? I'm sure I know I have a neighbor who owns a dealership and I okay. need you to talk to him because I'm sure like I I don't know who's buying a car these days. I'm sure it's just tough, you know. I'm sure know. Carvana's doing hot. Like if you really yeah. wanna if you really wanna buy a car, you just can't possibly wait, but you don't want to go into somewhere, then that'd be your ticket. But yeah, I mean we're not not selling shit. I mean, our service yeah. shit stuff's open just because, like, you got to get maintenance and whatever. But right. I literally have a Toyota appointment on Thursday. So thank you <laughs> we, for we, oil. Take, change my oil in my car, man. <laughs> we went in thank this you. morning, actually, because we took a rock to the windshield. And then, of course, oh, shit. neglected it. And it turned yeah. into, like, half the windshield was cracked. So I'm like, you know yeah. what? You should make an appointment. <laughs> so we, uh, good. we got it done. Like, they came to our house and fixed the glass. Um, and they were like, oh, just you got to go get your you got to get your cruise control recalibrated because of the radar, you know, like that's mounted up in the, like behind your oh, uh, yeah. mirror. Oh, I actually didn't know that, but. So I was like, oh, sure, let's go do it. And then uh, we get down there and he's like, is there a message on the dash? I'm like, no. They had, someone just said, once you get your windshield replaced, you do it. He's like, oh, if there's no message, you're good. I'm like, that's cool. Lovely. Got up early, skipped my workout, drove 25 minutes for this. Appreciate it. I will like, see awesome. you in a month. Thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> it. Are you, that's so, so frustrating. Yeah. How are you guys? How are you guys exercising? Are you guys? Oh God, so limp. Just the, <laughs> like, just. You have stuff at the house? Or are you going somewhere? No, it's pure no. body weight, and we okay. go. I'd have to give you like a tour sometime of our house. Yeah, let's like, say we gotta do a tour. I know, and so like at the end of the hallway on the older side of the house, that we have two spare bedrooms that are across from each other. We're literally standing in the bedrooms, looking at each other through the doorway, and I'm calling out what the workout is. <laughs> You gotta take a video of this. This will be funny a decade from now. At the very least, I will say that her cousins are personal trainers and they're out of work right now. So they wrote up nice. a plan and sent it out. So they've been doing oh, like cool different stuff each day. And so it's like it's fine, but it's just like, man, yeah, I was doing tired. so good with my deadlifts. Like I was really progressing and stuff, and then this is just Yeah, dude. It's not but good. Whatever. I'm we're staying healthy, so I can't really yeah, complain. It's not like good. we're like the first like first couple of weeks of quarantine though we were it was dark over here we weren't doing shit and we were yeah bad. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like i remember at first like just the booze the food i was like <laughs> fuck it you know like what what is there to lose at this point just let it all go now man it's so That's true so- we we came out of the gate so hot in January. Like we had this whole mindset. Oh, did you? Like we were going to finally hit beach season with something that looks nice, basically. Because that it. never happens, ever. Never, no. Sidetracked. I'm like, we're going to do it. And we were like coming in hot. Weights were dropping. We were doing so well. And then this hit. And it was like literally two weeks of <laughs> baking cakes and cookies because we were bored and then eating them. It's like, okay. Damn it. You're like, what? One Sunday we were like, coronavirus. What the hell are we doing? What are we doing? We got to get our life back together. <laughs> I figured like, okay. maybe you were training for a marathon now or something. Out running. Negative. Nope. nope. I'll do my 5K nope. every year for John with no training. Love it. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> we need to talk about that off, off of this. I want to. I want to see if there's a way. Um, I don't know when you're planning on doing it with all this stuff, but I want to make sure we can come. 
I know it's supposed to be in July and I think Roberta was going to actually come in William this year, but now it's like, I mean, July even seems sketchy at this point. Like, I are they going to get on a plane? I, I have no idea. Right. Oh, true. But right. I'll let you know. I'll but definitely keep you in the loop. That. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but you should check out, um, I was going to say, uh, you know, Peloton, like the bike. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dude, Dude those like, are intense. Have you done them? Like they're so, free for three months. The app, like they, so they have, they now oh. they have an app. I was going to tell you, they have an app you can get on like a phone, iPad, computer, uh-huh. and they have um like free weight and like minimal weight, like workout classes, just like the bike. And they're oh. giving people three free months while you're stuck at home. And me and Kelly did one the other day. I was, I mean, it was, it was crazy hard. I was okay. dying. They're like 30 minutes. Okay. And is it just like push ups, like all body weight stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All body weight stuff. And it's kind of like some of it's kind of goofy stuff that I'm like, what the, what are we doing? And then I'll do it. I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah. It's like muscles I haven't used in forever. You should check yeah. it out, though. It's cool. That's like a really good one. That oh, we found that, you know. her, uh, her folks bought, it's not Peloton, Echelon. Oh, nice. Like, yeah. It's like the same, thing. same thing. Yeah. Man, I was like dogging on it. Cause like anytime I'd ever rode a bike, like in the gym, like I know you actually bike. I don't yeah. like bike for distance, but I'm just talking like in a gym setting bike i like i'll do it to warm up and even that it's like 10 minutes on a bike doesn't give me like 10 minutes jogging like it never did anything for me i'm like i don't understand the appeal but then when you have that lady telling you what to do and stand and sit and super hard turn your resistance up turn it down dude 20 minutes i'm like i came out of the drenched oh yeah yeah bike like stationary bike workouts with a coach or like that type of thing to me are some of the sweatiest workouts i've ever had oh god yeah crazy newfound appreciation so for that absolutely for sure. <laughs> yeah it's like so interesting all the creativity we have to find in these days oh man i got a i got a uh, a good one for you so recently um this is finance related oh cool here we go good thing to end the, on i gotta go in a few minutes yeah i do too so um you know the lease program at toyota is pretty hot like okay we, we get yeah. a, like they throw your insurance in with the vehicle so like when it's all bundled up and comes right out of your paycheck, it's, it's oh, really yeah. not much. And you get way more miles than you'll ever put on a car. And you know, the amount of time so you get like 30,000 miles a year. It's like, Jesus. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's a great program, especially for the uh, Tacoma. Cause we just make so many effing Tacomas. Like they're just, they're hot. People love them. They're selling and they want awesome. their employees to lease them. And the more adding, like the more stuff you accessorize them, the cheaper your monthly payment is because their resale just goes up. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, um, I won't say the number, but we're getting a good deal right now, but then we want to upgrade to a forerunner. We're going to get like a new one. Like, I think I was telling okay. you about it and I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, we're going to trade in, but the, the increase in pay is pretty high. And we were, you know, talking about moving soon, which that went away anyway, but I was thinking, I've always been the own don't lease guy. Like that's yeah. what I do with my truck. Right. But then here I am leasing this thing. Yeah. So we had this whole conversation. I made this spreadsheet and I'm like trying to figure out, I'm like, all right, does it really make sense? Like, so anyway, the point of all this just to say is like, we're going from, we're going to probably turn this one in and then buy a used forerunner and try and pay that off. And then at the time that that's paid off, that'll probably be, do like a four year loan or something like that. I try and pay that off. And then at that time we'll have, you know, forerunner sitting in the driveway that we could sell for 10 or 12 grand oh, when yeah. it comes time to like move on our next house so like oh love it there you that's go the, good that's plan the mindset that's awesome back to not leasing but yeah yeah i mean i don't know what the details are but i know just in general yeah leases always seem to be they can be kind of a you're, money sucking that you don't own anything at all so it's well, like, you're just like it's good it's if you like, want like the latest and greatest technology right. but you're never gonna own it and it's i told her too like 
um, once we get, if, if I get to manager level, they give you like a stipend every month. Oh, cool. Like at that point, sure. Like it yeah. definitely makes more sense to do it that way. But until then, definitely. let's just, let's just own this thing. So definitely. That's awesome, man. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we have a forerunner. I love it. We've, oh yeah. I can't it's wait. A beast, man. It's been They're so great. nice to have. Yeah. <laughs> and of course it was funny. We got it like a little bit early than we really wanted to because we were worried last winter. The, so oh, the, yeah. the snow was so bad. Kelly was driving this rear wheel drive you know car (laughs) and so we we got this and it like never snowed i think we had like one day where it like was like bad enough with the forerunner made sense literally and it was i was like halloween it was halloween yeah we got like an ice snowstorm on halloween um but anyway great cars and it'll last forever i think so we're planning on paying ours off and like i think we're gonna plan on just it's gonna be my kid's car someday yeah just like run that baby into the ground we'll probably end up holding on to it too if we buy this next one because we'll just good cars oh they're awesome and we're I'll, honestly here's a some info we're over specced on everything so they'll okay, last love forever it. <laughs> love it love it that's, great. that's fantastic that's awesome yeah. man well cool buddy well thanks for coming on i gotta run i apologize but um it was great having you on and catching up man this has been fun. yeah thanks for having me um, i gotta run we'll to do so it again maybe out. we can do another one over beer sometime I'm in. We should but just this is, fun. Anyway. this is way more nonchalant, and I had more fun on this than I've had on any, yeah. any other one. So I appreciate you doing it, man. Yeah, no problem. All right, buddy. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And um, we will post this shortly. So thanks for listening, and have a good one. Hey there, everybody. Not quite done yet. Just wanted to add a little ending to today's episode. Uh, If you look in the show notes, don't forget there's a few links there. The first one being a link to uh, my stock market rebound tracker. This is essentially a free Google Sheet tool for any of you to use and share with your friends um, that just basically maps out the stocks that I am keeping an eye on. Uh, potentially looking to invest in and really just wanting to keep on the radar. So definitely check that out. And then if you are new to investing and really want to try it for yourself, uh, I would suggest using the second link in the show notes, which is basically a link to Robinhood, which is the platform I use for all of my investments. You get free trading, no commission fees whatsoever. And by the way, Robinhood is not a sponsor of the podcast, Um, but you will be able to get a free stock uh, by signing up using my link. So get after it. Try out some investing. Uh, Thanks again for listening. And most importantly, stay positive. Have a good day. And I will talk to you guys soon. Goodbye.